Well, hey, everyone, and welcome to the Jeep Live podcast. We are proudly presented by Armorlite, the toughest flooring on the trail. Um, get out and see them at many of the shows this year and, and check it out. But also, more importantly, get it in your rig. Um, exclusive Arm- Armorlite discount available for the Jeep Life Podcast and our listeners. Jeep Life Podcast 10. Get you a complete Armorlite system at goarmorlite.com. Our thanks again to them for sponsoring this episode. I'm Jeep and Terry, and I'm joined. Whoa, 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 whoa. I am going to put in a petition right now. Yeah. Uh oh. This is going to become the two Jeeps and a Bronco podcast. <laughs> uh oh. Oh, here and, we go. Here and, we go. You know, we were teasing earlier, but Terry crossed <sighs> it over. Terry crossed the line when he brought this um, Bronco. <laughs> Bronco, <laughs> bro, bringing down my property value yes. by parking it in my driveway. No, I'm joking. Yeah, Bronk and Terry here. <laughs> Bronk and Terry in the house. <laughs> Trader Terry. Trader Terry. Well, if, if Dr. Don will hurry up on mine, I'll, <laughs> I'll be back in right. Right. Jeep and Terry. So really, we should be poking at him. Yeah. <laughs> hey. No, it, it it's good. And I, you know, I'm still Jeep and Terry. And every day I'm reminded <laughs> that I'm Jeep and Terry. No, you're not. Um, you get, you get you're so the not. Quite jeeping today, Terry. That's so true. defensive so quick. Oh, I get spun okay. up. I would too. I'm getting spun up. Like, hey, I borrowed somebody's Bronco. It's kind of cool. It's like, oh no. <laughs> well, hey everybody, it's been a great episode. I appreciate you tuning in. <laughs> and the guy so. that the guy that produces all this is going to leave now. So we're screwed, and this all is right, the end of the so G-Life Bill podcast. and I'll be uh, talking through <laughs> the. Re- <laughs> I'll cut it all in post. It doesn't. <laughs> Well, Break a Billion and um, Jetty Jason have joined us again in the studio, and it's awesome. Um, <laughs> it, it's just great to be back in the studio. I We've done it three weeks in a row now, and it's great. And have you been here for two of the three? Two of the two three. Two of the three. Yeah. yeah. I think you guys covered something off. and We might and have to start paying week. you. I mean, you might have to start paying us to be here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> that's that's no. how this works. That's sort of like, it's yeah. like joining a fraternity. That's yep. right. It's you gotta okay, pay, scum. Pay your get down dues. and pump. Pay your dues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scrub no, my floor. No. <laughs> pay your dues. That's right. We do need the carpet vacuumed in here, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's some work that needs to be done in the studio <laughs> for see. sure. I. Uh, I'm just, I am glad to be here. I have done very little jeeping. Oh, I I think I can take care of all of that for everyone at this table. I I bet you can. Well, um, Lexi has um, decided she knows her um, accent color for her Jeep. Okay. Um, And it is a kind of a a bright blue. Um, She based it off of the the electric blue from. That um, blue? Yeah, pretty much. Yep, like that's cold it. case blue. Yeah, uh, it's not chief blue, is it? it? it nope. it's not. It's cold um, case blue. Her idea, she came, she got it from um, the four by e blue. Okay, ah. and then went just a little bit brighter. Okay, um, so she started painting um, trim and details and stuff. I like it. Um, so her her um, what what do you call that thing in the front? Grill inserts. Grill, yeah, grill and, inserts. Okay. Yes, yes. She started there in and, the front. And man, it, oh it looks There's really a lot of things in the front of a Jeep. D rings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What's that thing in the front? Said to an avid Jeeper is like, oh, it's uh, <laughs> I'm getting old. 
is is what it boils down to. Yeah. But it looks great. I mean, it it's it was I'm fun. There was a little break in the weather. Yeah, and she was like, "I want to do it. I want to do something." So there let's you do it. All right. So, and it's been awful weather. Oh, the weather's here. been horrible, terrible. And so it's it was good that it. I I love the fact that that she chose that color as kind of a third yeah. color because it's she's got that red rock crystal granite. Yep. Um. Or or maroon. maroon. Yeah. Um, with a gray hard top yep. slash soft top. Yep. Um, Which is a very special option that came only on Sahara's. On that year. On that year. On that particular year. So it was it was good. Um, and so she wanted to have a nice little accent color. And I, I she's not going to go too crazy with it, but yeah. it's a nice detail. A little bit here, a little bit there. Yeah. But you got to start somewhere. Yep. Got to start somewhere. Yep. So kudos to her. So that's about all we've done. Um, I see Scott has multiple time um, um, sent something, but there was nothing in the in the post. With, oh, twenty uh, stars though! <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, all right, who's got some Jeep and stuff that they've done? Oh, geez, how long? How long? How much time do we have? Because I get I get a long list this week. Oh, what I came over to absorb some Jeeping by yeah. proxy. Yeah. Well. I, I will say that I did go to Liquid Iron Industries this week. Oh, how was that? Oh man, what a great shop and great people. Cool. Um, it uh, it's a bigger shop in Philly, adjacent North uh, New Jersey. Okay. Um, Berlin or something like that. Okay, yeah. So right over there. the yeah. Um, and right over the river. You know, it was great seeing all the beautiful builds came yep. out of there. You know, we saw some of them at the Philly Auto Show. Um. So it was good to go down and see them and see Tim and the the team and um, Scott had his oh, hands elbows deep in a in a jeep while I was there. So cool. it was pretty cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, I got back onto the project of Jason's TJ. Oh yeah, and doing some resto work on that. Um, and then on Thursday, I developed a vibration. In the rear end. Oh, I know that vibration. It's like, it, it was weird. You know, it started yeah. on the acceleration side and then it moved to the D cell side and then it was kind of all the time. All the time. Yeah, yeah. And then it kind of moved back to the D cell side. And that, that was like when it would create the vibration. Um, and I got out there last night as Jason was over a little bit later and I was working on his Jeep, but I was like, I got to, you know, I'm just going to go out and look at it. Yep. Get underneath of it, and I'm like, clunk, 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 clunk. That was about the time yep. I was out there with you, because you were and like, what should I do? I'm like, I was like, if you think you can knock this out, man, like, I think, because today it. was all rain, and I'm like. It just stopped raining I last knew night for like a yeah, right. half hour. I have, I've been out enough with, we, we've been out enough with Bill yep. on trail runs, and I've seen you do. A U-joint. A U-joint in, like, lickety split. Yeah. So I'm like, if you're going to, yeah, I would just knock that out. And you're like, 20 minutes later, you texted me and you're like, yeah. I was like, it's done. And that you joined with screwed. This is why I can't. Nice things. I drive a really nice Jeep, but I can't keep a U joint in it to save a life. Uh, you you are the, the killer of U joints and <laughs> Reaper, Reaper roasts. Reaper. Well, actually, Reaper's gotten better. But you keep a box, like you keep, keep multiple yes, U-joints. I keep around. two 1350s on on yeah. stock all the time. And then... Puddle should have been nicknamed something. Yeah. U-joint 
Like if you, you come to Billy's either. birthday yeah. party, it's don't don't bring like a <laughs> bottle of champagne no, or bring you a joints. gift card. It's just bring you joints. Yeah. Well, you can bring a gift card for you joints. Correct. Yeah. AutoZone. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> Here you go. Yep. That's awesome. You join at ten forty at night, and it was done by eleven. <laughs> there you go. And then I drove it to awesome skiing today nice. in the rain. In the rain. In the rain. Uh, yuck. No vibration. No vibration. We were all back to the, back to the kickoff point here. Yep. Good yeah. to go. And I'm ready for no vibration back in my Jeep. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. I know you do. Um. So you've got you've got the you've got the TJ still in the garage. TJ's in the garage up on jack stands. We're getting underneath of it doing some uh, rust, yeah, descaling yep. and coating and rust encapsulator and converter and um just going through the whole thing, making Trying sure to preserve it to yep. where it's at. Yeah, and we installed a new bumper last night with a little bit of modification, a li- a little small modifications. Oh yeah. Um, some so interference yeah. actually surprisingly with the design yeah. of that a little interference on the uh, way that that sway bar operates on yeah. the front of the TJ so you picked up an Aries bruiser rear bumper right for a little for you know a song yep at and Carlisle. Carlisle PA Albury G-Fest and then we get we uh, got him the Aries front yep. bumper that matches yep Yep. Really, really nice mid-width mm-hmm. kind of bumper, um, and it just interfered with the sway bar, like oh. oddly. Had it on, had it on, and bolted in, and then it. Just, and then you know, Bill noticed this because like, we were just like looking at it, like okay, yeah, that's tight, like that looks nice and clean, and it's pretty broad in the front because yep. it's got like a winch mount, which I'm not pursuing at this moment in time for that particular vehicle. But you know, anyway, it's creates all there. a nice bench. Yeah, yeah. It's real good. nice bench. Right. Very Lean, good if you're pulling bench. in and just want to sit there. <laughs> Excellent. Yep. Nice. Um, and then pointed this out, and I looked. I go, yeah, that's really kind of strange the way that that it was I, cut I, out for the freight for the mounts of the yeah. sway bar. Yep. It was but cut out. If the sway bar went up notably, any for any really yep. appreciable incline or whatever, it would bump that and maybe it doesn't go that far but i think even just hitting a pothole in the road it could whack it and hear it and it's like clunk clunk yeah and then you're gonna bend something or tear something up and it's just dumb i don't think you really would but you would hear it it was worth it'd uh, be annoying more than anything it was worth a few buzzes on the old cutoff wheel we pulled it back off buzzed it gave it a nice little trim yep made it look factory again nice call on the the spray that little sprays kind of just sprayed that up done yeah, we, we've done the spray enough. Yep, little psh, 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 psh. <laughs> for sure. Uh, rust prevention spray. Heck yeah, I love it. Um, well, that's awesome. That's a, a nice old trick. Yeah, cool. Uh, so we're right. going to town on a TJ, fixing the JK. Buggy will be back in the under the knife soon. And that's a big knife, so you're trying to clear oh. the plate. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's we winter time. That. It's winter time. It's so all the projects. It is building time. Yeah, um, which we'll go ahead and prelude this because coming up later in the episode, we're going to talk a little bit about welding. I got some new toys in the garage. Um, Ooh, so toys. We'll, we'll, we'll talk toys. about that. Uh, bef- but right now, we are going to announce um, we have been picked up by you know a a multimedia company 
uh, that's going to be airing episodes of ours. Um, So PowerTube TV, we're going to be on PowerTube TV. Wow. Uh, Our live shows will be on PowerTube TV. We, as of right now, our live shows will not be. But well, the recording, the, the of video the of our live the, shows, the finished will be published first. Yes, yes. will be will be on there. Um, at some point, maybe if we can get really good at going on air at a certain time, we we could probably <laughs> finagle. That's a problem. Eight oh eight, not good enough. <laughs> not a, right. A, a live go with that, um, but. They have been talking to me and wanting us on the platform for a while, and I just kept dragging my feet. Not intentionally, just life is crazy. So it, I, um, I'm glad that we are going to be with them. And the main website for that is WatchPowerTubeTV.com, and you can view stuff there. But they're going to be on. Roku, uh, almost on every platform. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so we're, we're excited to be, um, doing that. It's going to be a few weeks before we get fully on and they'll just be doing, you know, in their normal rotation of, of their shows. Mm -hmm. Ours will be in that, um, normal rotation. So that'd be kind of cool. Um, eventually on Roku TV. Apple TV, okay, all those, uh, you know, digital platforms. Sure, um, that's cool. Yeah, so just wanted to throw that out there. Um, right now, I think it's on. Um, yeah, on Fire TV right now. Gotcha. Um, so Amazon Fire TV, and then Roku is coming next, and Apple TV. So that's exciting. More people will see us. Cool. Which Leo. scares me. That is a little scary. Yeah, and it, it's fun because I got to meet you know Brian, who you know does their media right um, through a mutual friend, um, Dave, and it was good to to kind of do that. And it, it, literally two years ago, this all started, um, okay. but it's it's now official, um, and we'll be on soon. That's pretty cool, and you know it's it's crazy. I don't know who 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 would think that people would want to watch us, but people do. Um, I we had a great episode last last week, and you were on because it was about New Jersey, you know. But the bigger picture is trails are closing everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's really the the core theme. We're losing, <clears throat> you know, mileage on our um in our world. Mm-hmm. And so to kind of follow up on that, we had Dave Dempsey, um, on the show last week and he went down to, um, the, the meeting, um, talking about road closures Mm -hmm. in the Wharton state forest Mm -hmm. and in New Jersey. And I know that you went down as well. Yes. Um, it, it seemed grim from the outside. What there's a, yeah, it, it, it's an interesting, it's really interesting when you dig into it. Cause at the, at the surface you hear it and it's a very polarizing topic, yeah. you know, cause the first thing you lead in with, especially when you're coming from our universe is you're closing off access yeah. and that's just a yeah. knife, you know, that just, that kills you. Um, 
So the way that they presented it, so yeah, Dave, I had the the pleasure of uh, kind of getting to meet him in person. Um, very busy individual, very passionate about the topic down there. This is all the Jersey Pine Barrens. Um, and the way that they presented it, and they being um, the DEP, um, they had nine maps. This is a very methodical situation. Nine maps. Mm-hmm. Each building upon the other. Right. Started out with the one you heard him talk about on the podcast last yep. week, yep. which was the uh, um, uh, geological map. Yep. You know the the survey map, and then they built on that. Like, hey, here is where you know there are historical things. Hey, here is where people like to recreate. Hey, here is where there are wetlands. And so on and so forth. Bottom line is it translates into the end map, which looks a lot like the 2015 map that you heard him speak about, which is out of about, call it between four and 500 miles of roads. Right. You're down to about two and change. Wow. So Um, it's a significant reduction. It's a significant reduction. And most of that is predicated on the amalgamation. And this is the, the... Pitch. Big, big word. A big, 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 50 cent <laughs> word. Um, amalgamation of all of those maps that I was speaking about, and that's how they presented it. Right. And they had people there. It was a, a very well-run event, so I will give them credit for that. Doesn't change the outcome is that the, this is not a done deal. Uh, that should be shared. But it is the proposed map. Yep. And that map is notably less right yeah than current and that is the problem at hand so we did get an email from um one of our listeners that went to that meeting and i'll read that now we got out to batso village this past wednesday to learn more about what is proposed very informative labeling and mapping of the forest but the end result is shocking wow reducing access roads and trails to only 200 miles for road legal vehicles Their online timeline presents their story of how all this has played out, ranging from public surveys to town meetings and DEP studies from 2022. This doesn't set well with most who attended. Um, We have until March 9th for public comments to be considered. Mm -hmm. So that's a pretty quick timeline. Um, We cannot assume what we have today will be with us tomorrow. Our family has been all over this forest from camping, canoeing, hiking, school trips, fishing, bow hunting, gun club, and wheeling. Um, Thanks for having this on last week's podcast. It got me off my butt and out the door to get to the meeting. And that's from our friend Dave Desson in Maple Shade, New Jersey. Um, Drives a 2021 JOU. And by the way... We saw Jason, but unfortunately, unfortunately, didn't get to Dave, talk to him. Jetty, Jetty Jason. Know. I didn't know. Yeah. He got a picture of me. I'm like, ooh, I'm under, I'm under surveillance. We all were talking to each other, each of the representatives. So he, yes. you know, yep. and then sent a picture of, of there was Jetty very Jason. Good engagement. It was very civil. It was very good. There were there. I had heard stories about some past altercations. Yeah, that soured <laughs> the pie, but uh, th- very. Very above board, very uh, well-conducted session. Good. So hopefully we can make some impact in 
it won't be such. I mean, 200 is still a lot of mileage for roads and access. Mm-hmm. But when you're cutting that down from 500 or more, um, that's a big deal. Yeah. So let me just take a quick minute and and sort of share in, in a way, because we don't have that graphic. I actually thought to maybe send you something here to put up. There are a lot of big main roads, and you were with yep, me down yep. there, and so one of the little side comments was, oh, it's like a highway in Santa. Yeah, right, yeah. So there are several main thoroughfares. Understand that a number of the individuals that are locals that live near there, as Dave was on yep, the show, yep. he lives right up against the, the forest, this is part of his commute. Like, instead of going out and around, yep. it's right through yeah these are roads like if anybody's not familiar with it so it is a different flavor it's not like i'm going through moab to get to to my work no no this is a normal part of the fabric of that part of southern jersey um and that's a different flavor to share uh what they mean by cutting off access is there are a number of some of those offshoot roads (laughs) yeah yeah are legitimate roads yep that's an important thing, keying off Dave's comment. It's they not are trails, roads. they are roads. Um, but some of them, dead end, mm-hmm. are not quite kept Pass- up. Passable. And those are all part of the mm-hmm. maps. Yep. Uh, maybe we can share out some links to people that are really interested in understanding this particular mm-hmm. story. But um, those were some of the things that they plucked off of the map. Right. And kept those main, many of the main thoroughfares open. But part of the joy or canoe access to rivers which are is, some yeah. of those offshoots for recreating. And that is really the core. It's not, I want to wheel and drive around aimlessly. Right. I happen to use my four-wheel drive vehicle to access points of interest for camping, hiking. Um, there was somebody that told me about, uh, actually it was uh, one of our buddies, Mr. Scott who I bumped into down there. Yep. Um, and he told me that he spoke to a woman who represents a group of, um, ob- you know, uh, astrological observers. Right. And she's like, this is one of the few places we can go to not have light pollution. Right, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, right. And it's like, you don't realize the depth of recreating. And that is, just to share with the listeners, the heart of anybody really in any of these places yep that are fighting for their their, yeah. their access. So our thanks for you going down and representing us for um, Dave Dempsey doing all the work he's done and, and for Dave Desson for, you know, sending an email in. Yeah. Um, and so to that point, thank you, Dave, for sending in an email. We love to get those emails. So we're going to call out, give us emails, ask us questions, show topics, um, anything you want to hear from us in the future, we'd love to hear from you and, and hear those. I know that we have a great topic of um, show your shop. So show us your shop. Send in photos. I, I, I just sent you one. I know. I've, I've already, it's already ready. So I'm let's, sorry. Employees and, of the <coughs> corporation are not eligible. To let, let's prize. talk a little yeah, bit about. I had, to, I had to send it in. Since we've called in for shops, I like the fact that you sent in shops and as as an example. Yeah, I had to show you my shop. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about that. I just threw up the 
one of the the photos. Oh, geez, my shop is a small little two car garage that I make work. But you do a lot in that. You do garage. do an amazing amount in that space. I try to. I mean, there there's a lot of toys that have been added to the shop. Um, but yeah, so you know the main work area, which I'm standing in the front corner of the the air uh, the garage. Um, that's my main bay that I pull everything in, work on the buggy, work on my Jeep, work on every other Jeep under the sun yep. that gets pulled in there and out of there. Um, we got, you know, the beer fridge, we got the workbenches, we got the tools. That's where the real work gets done. Yeah, that's right. a, lot that's of, right. a lot of work gets done in there. But yeah, it's a, it's a good little area and soon to have, it's got a whole new welding set up in there mm. now on a nice welding cart. And, yep. uh, segue to uh, yeah. a chat coming nice. up. Chat coming up, and there's going to be a tubing bender uh, oh. making an appearance in there, and also a nice tube notcher. So uh, we're we're going to be doing some uh, fabrication. Yeah, some work. I like it. It's coming up on Reaper. Um, it it does need some more banners hanging in it. I know we we've got well, some. I mean, uh, we we took these banners out of there. Yeah, you took the my good. Yeah. you took yeah. the banners out of the garage. Yeah, that's right. I'm sure David. We, we just come need up with some. Uh, we just need more, more banners. Yeah, more to hang in. There. Actually, I have one for you. Um, I, we probably have a oh, few. There you yeah, go. actually, I know that I have a few. I I have an Alpine banner. It okay. Um, we can banner it up even more. Yep. But that's a work. It's a working garage. You know. Like yeah. I, I try to make a. I still say if that dang post in the middle of the I hate that floor, dang like, post. Like, yeah, because it's right. We open the door. And it's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah. There is there is a large wooden post that sits that's in right the middle. there in the middle, and it's like, oh, if this wasn't here, we could like yes, get on that easier. Sits dead center in the middle <laughs> of the garage, um, right where you open a passenger door, or like if you're backing in a driver door. Um, yeah, but it's two bays. Works works well for me. Twenty by twenty four ish. So we're getting that lovely picture of Kylo again. Yeah, where'd everybody go? I don't know. I don't know. Now we got like we've got some multi ins. We got oh oh. Did this thing give us some trouble again? Uh-oh. It might have. Rut row. Gonna be a good one. Um, but yeah, it's Dan says his shop is a a parking spot in his townhouse oh, sh- development. Show us your parking spot. Yeah. <laughs> it's your shop. And it's your, your shop, shop could be anywhere. Right, that's your right. shop could be anywhere. Once yeah. I get like a bunch of elementary school play product and junk. <laughs> We're going to show. Every minute I get closer to getting my situation reorganized and cleared yep. up, ready to get into something, my wife beats me too and is like, Here's nope. all the stuff for like this. And then I got then another I, project my girls, for you. My, my, I got twin girls that are turning 16. And here's their like, you know, <laughs> birthday party stuff. I'm like, oh my God, not in the garage. <laughs> She's like, well, where's it going to go? I'm like, I don't know. Somewhere else. <laughs> somewhere yep. else. I've, I've done a thing or two in your garage. That's, That's correct. Yep. We've, we've had a couple of uh, garage parties. That's We're good right. for that. Yeah. We are. Communal, communal uh, great contributions. Gr- great garage parties. All right, so since we've done that, mm-hmm. um, I did put all the events that I know that I'm going to be at representing the podcast. Wow, that's a lot of events. Dude. And you're going to you know, be at all those? Some of them. That's great. We will, we be, will be there. We? We? We, we. Yeah. So it's it's a busy year, so make sure to come see me. I'm going to try to have stickers at every single one of them to I give out. I so. 
um, maybe some other swag. Who knows? Um, and to start it off in March, we're going to be at Easter Jeep Safari. Yeah. Well, you're going to be there. Yeah. I probably won't be there. And then April 24th to the 28th is Jeep Beach down in Daytona, Florida. May 3rd to the 5th, Over Sand Expo in Wild, New Jersey, put on by Blinker Fluid Productions. And that's a new that's a It's new a brand, brand new event brand new this event, year. Right? It's camping on the beach I in Wild, New Jersey. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. There's going to be sand everywhere. Uh, you know, it <laughs> that happens on beaches. <laughs> and this is one of those events that I'm probably the most excited about. A, it's, it's new. Yeah. And I know Jamie does amazing stuff. He Unbelievable. He and Allison, I've never seen anything more organized in my entire yep. life. Um, but this show is going to be great. Uh, camping I, on the I the will beach. be there. You will be there. We all will be there. Yeah. And Maybe then I'll be there? I don't know. June 18th to the 19th, Bantam Jeep Festival in Butler, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Mm. That's where it all started. Yep. Yep, we'll it's have to head out there. Time out there again. Yep. July twelfth to the fourteenth is New Jersey Jeep Invasion in Wildwood, New Jersey. Once again, put on by Blinker Fluid Productions. July nineteenth and twentieth is PA Albridge Jeep Fest out in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Yes, which is always an amazing time. And then August twenty second to the twenty fourth is Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. August twenty fifth is Warren. Ride with Warren at uh, Wind Rock Park. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oliver Springs, Tennessee. And then September 21st and 22nd is Fall New Jersey Jeep Invasion. Once again, put on by Blinker Fluid Productions. Yes. I didn't list all the, the Bronco stuff and everything that yeah, I'll have to go to. No, no. <laughs> not allowed. No. We talked about this. No. Beginning I, I of the did, show. I didn't put that in. But I will be busy on those weekends. If you start as doing well. that, we know the transformation is imminent. <laughs> yeah. I want independent suspension. Yeah. No, you don't. You want solid <laughs> axles. Solid axles, please. Step away from the Bronco, sir. I, I know it's on 38s, but back away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it, it'll be. It's going to be an interesting show season. Yes, for sure. Yes, it will be. Um, I, I know that there'll be other things come up and go on that schedule, but this kind of the skeleton mm-hmm. outline. If you have something that you would like to see on the event calendar, it's coming send up. it in. Info at jeeplifepodcast.com. Yeah. Send it in. We'll put it on the calendar. We may even try to make it. Uh, who knows? If it's close and local. <laughs> well, we do have we do have our uh, local gig here. At yes, Dust we do. Have, Fest. That's a little yes. later in the summer, but yes. We have a that bunch is of out there. Ones. Yep. Yeah. Um, but that's cool. Yeah, so man. now the main topic. Main topic. I I know nothing. So by I'm, all means, I am not a professional. I don't know. We just call him old Sparky. I'm just old Sparky with a little welder. With that, a new that, that, with that. a new welder. Correct. That works because a whole lot in better. Fairness. This was not a extravagant extravagant expenditure it was a necessary one very necessary your old welder old trusty busty died very much so and it was a sad day very sad day the good news is the new one's a lot lighter and a a lot more capable super light super sparky yeah so we're gonna start this off by talking a little bit about types of welding yeah right yeah Types. types. Did you know there's different types of welding, Terry? 
I there's good kinds kind, and bad kinds. I kind of knew. Okay. But I couldn't tell you. I know one kind. That's about it. Gotcha. There is stick or arc welding. Ooh. There is MIG welding. There is MIG flux core welding. Flux capacitor. Flux capacitors. We were going to talk about electricity. And then there is TIG welding. Oh. Under the MIG welding genre, there is also a type of spool gun welding that is used for aluminum and stainless steel. Okay. Um, it uses much smaller spools of wel- welding wire because you usually don't use a lot of it when you're welding al- aluminum and stainless steel and other stuff. And there's usually special um, materials that need to be used when you're welding those. It's not just any filler. Yeah. It's a specific it's, filler. It's stainless steel filler Correct. or right. aluminum filled And that's filler. not as cheap. Correct. And you don't want to use as exactly. much. Um, so start off arc or stick welding is using a long stick. Obviously that's where it comes from, um, which is an electrode that usually has some type of coating on top of a center rod. That coating creates the shielding gas or flux that needs to, uh, shield that weld when you're making it because when you heat up the metal to a melting point which you create a puddle um it's called uh that it you need to shield it from oxygen so oxidation doesn't happen instantaneously as it's cooling because if you don't have the shielding gas oxygen will get in there quickly creates iron oxide and creates poor welds mm. so No matter what, with all welding, you need some type of shielding gas, whether it's created by the actual um, additive that you are using to, you know, weld with, or it is an additive as the gas, gases. Like legit gas. That you add. Yes. Um, So then we're going to move into flux core welding, which is kind of the uh, basis of MIG welding. Um, it uses a O35 style thickness or O30 uh, thickness of wire that comes out of a MIG machine. Uh, that wire has a flux in it. That's what creates your shielding gla- gas. And this is kind of like the universal. Do, weld any kind of metal. You can weld thick That's stuff. That's good run yep. of the mill, like do it yourself for... Absolutely. You know, you got to create a couple tacks. All the way tacks. up to pro level. Pros are still using the... Pros yeah. really don't use no. flux core. Okay. Um, they're going to use arc, arc stick. Um, they okay. use a lot of that. Or they use a standard MIG, which the standard MIG uses a, uses a regular steel wire that has a coating on it um, just to prevent it from... You know, oxidizing, the and then it uses a gas additive. I so guess you that's have where a I was tank. going, was yes. wire and gas. Wire and gas. Yes. Metal, inert, gas, welding. Yeah. Yes. I just looked that up. Okay. Now I stick, just wanted to con- contribute in some way. There you go. Now, stick, I think, has kind of a uh, a persona of being a little uh, sparky and splatty. It's sparky. It's dirty, usually. It's like the quick and dirty. It, it is. be the equivalent of the way you rattled everything off. Stick it. You started with stick. That's kind of your quick, dirty entry. But it's strong, level. just strong, as strong as anything. But you can do it anywhere. Right. Exactly. It is a universal. You're out on if the you pipe power pipeline, and you need to weld your gas pipe back sure. together. You're using stick arc. Yep. Um, 
usually. But then you get into MIG, and, and then it's you get a into MIG. Cleaner, it gets a lot cleaner. You got to make sure your surfaces are a lot cleaner. All obviously, all welding, you need to make sure your surfaces are super clean. Um, and then we're gonna get into TIG welding, which TIG welding uses a tungsten uh, tipped electrode that you um, have part of a gun or a uh, welding stick that you you know, obviously use a foot pedal to create the control, the voltage mm -hmm. of your, your welding. And you use that to, with a filler, which is an actual, you're dabbing that yeah, in you're separate. dabbing that, that's a two handed weld. Technique. Correct. So, yeah. and that's, that's that skill and tricky, very skilled but art trade. Um, you could weld two tin cans together. If you, you could, know what you're doing. if you know what you're doing. So TIG is the, that is the like the, cream of the crop, the top of the one. line. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it takes a lot of practice to get good at it. Yeah. Cause it's a foot pedal, it's voltage, it's frequency. It's, That's a different frequency. The two variables yes. on the power supply. Yes. You're dabbing in the puddle. You got to add. And yeah. add as needed. And you need to work that tungsten electrode back and yep. forth. A lot of aluminum is TIG welded. Um, it's usually a very uh, non-porous weld too, so you it's good for you know confinement tanks and stuff like that. Mm. All the high-end stuff. Yes, and really pretty exhausts. Yes. So done well. Yes. It's art. Yes. So kind of talking about different welding in the off-roading industry, um, most of your off-road fix trail fix stuff you're going to be using a uh, stick or arc weld um and like some of the examples out there is like the carnage welder or you know the welders in the box kind of deal yep. or um there's a couple different units that you can have hard mounted on your vehicle that's all going to be arc or stick welding um it's very down and dirty you can do it anywhere kind of deal yep. and you know you throw a pair of jumper cables in your Jeep and get two, two 12 volt batteries, hook them in parallel and you can weld with it. Yeah. All right. Like you just negative, positive, yep. hook it up to the metal and you're good to go. All right. If you have a few sticks of. Yep. Right. And a couple jumper cables, <clears throat> you can just make that work. You can. Um, when, when in doubt. Yes. Hold yourself out. <laughs> and then there's some more higher end ones that are like a MIG flux core welder that you can have out on the trail. Um, in the garage, uh, most of the welding that's going to be happening is a MIG welder, um, MIG gas, usually multi-process, multi-process, um, and that is going to be a lot cleaner of welding. I was using flux core for a very long time. Flux core is very spattery. It, it doesn't look as clean. Mm. Um, when you get into, you know, gas shielded MIG, it gets really a lot cleaner, a lot nicer. Um, everything looks a lot better. And then there is a lot of TIG starting to sweep the off-roading industry. Okay. It's strong. It's very controlled. Did I mention it's very strong? Uh, yeah. And it's very controlled. Very controlled. Um, it looks really nice. And yeah, it's the top end guys are using all kind of TIG right. welded cages. And it is and this skill. And that. Yes, Every, everything is, is a build of skill. Like. You don't jump in a TIG. No. 
And I know I re I did some research looking at, you know, you talked about um, multi-process as being an option out there. Yes. I think everybody sees like the Harbor Freight deals, you know, you mm -hmm. get these multi-process, ah, make take everything. The one thing that you find is the unit that is built to do what it does, does it pretty well, even at a lower price point. Yep. When you start getting a lower price point and it goes, look, I'm a jack of all trades. Like, master, yes, master of, of none. none. So like TIG really needs the foot pedal, the voltage control. You need to be able to work the hot, cold. Like, yep. And those units won't have that. The, the, the lower price points aren't going to have what a high-end TIG, dedicated TIG, does. Correct. The unit you got for the MIG Correct. impressed me because it looked like it really was designed thoughtfully at a modest middle price point. Yep. To do a very nice job for what it was designed to do. So I picked up the Eastwood MIG 180. So that is uh, a MIG machine. It does flux core and gas. And it is a 180 amp machine. And it runs up to 26 volts. Obviously, you're not going to top it out that much. Um, but it'll weld anything. It welds up to 5 sixteenths. It does it. It's pretty south. Yeah, it's reasonably. South of, it's south of like quarter yeah. inch. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to be welding, you know, five sixteenths quarter inch plate. Titanic no, we're not. Thing. We're not building Titanic. So this is. It does really well for everything that I need to do in my garage. And I upgraded to from flux core to gas. So I am using a argon CO2 mix. So it's seventy five percent argon. 25% compressed CO2. Um, and it's really nice. It runs a, I have the, uh, the regulator all set up. I read, I did my research and I went through and I needed to figure out like, what is my CFM? You know, where does it operate? Mm -hmm. What's an average rate? How much is this going to flow? I, uh, I went to the local welding store. I got schooled to them yep i got schooled on some of the tanks oh. and what sizes i would need so i purchased an 80 cubic foot tank i don't know necessarily well i mean i do know what that means yeah. it's, it's 80 cubic feet right. of compressed gas um don't mix that up with your power tank no argon in the in the tires is going to be like really expensive <laughs> it will get really <laughs> expensive um but I just got to make sure I don't mix it up with my nitrogen tank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are two different sizes though. Um, so it, it really is. Let me tell you, I started messing around with it in the garage, you know, just welding some scrap metals yep. together, this, that, and the <clears> other <throat> thing. And it is a huge, huge improvement going from flux core to a MIG machine. Oh, okay. It is night and day, you know, after I, it, it was pretty much like a pick up and use kind of deal. Yeah. Like there wasn't much, there's still a little ad adaptation that needs to happen, but it's a super simple machine. They have really nice chart on the side to kind of give right. you a start point of, they you know, your, your voltage, your, the knobs. In, yep, your inches per minute, you know, what do you need to be running at? Um, it included a two pound uh, spool of wire already. So that was really nice. And some of the other things, features that it's it, one of the newest things that's coming not newest but the newer machines are being able to run on 110 right right so and you don't we need talk, a 220 because right. it yes. normally has like a dryer plug on the end yes, of it it does have but the it came with an adapter to run that in a, a regular 110 yeah. 
Yep. So you can plug it in your normal wall outlet. I was going, you know, I'm going to say right off the bat, you're not welding quarter inch plate Heck with, no. with 110. That doesn't happen. I wouldn't think it would get hot enough and, no, but and you, penetrate enough. Yeah. You can get it's away with work doing. work hard to try to generate the amps out of that. Yep. Yep. You can get away with doing like auto body work and thin, you know, 16, 18 gauge. Tax. All the way up probably to 12 gauge you can get away with at 110. It was about like maybe a third, somewhere between a third and a half of that chart. That chart, it, yeah, was it kind like of dies off. And then the full, full amperage yeah. was the heavier gauges. Or the other part of that is your lighter gauges, the unit is running at like 60% duty yep. cycle. It's not maxed out trying to do light gauge, mild steel. It's mm -hmm. breathing easy, Absolutely. running downhill, like yep. when you're running on 220. Yeah, so... I am excited. I may run it on 110 just to see what it does and see how, see how it works. Um, not necessarily needed, though. I have 220 out in the garage. I am very excited to see what it I can, you know, use it for. Yep. Um, and then, you know, some of the other things that I wanted to cover in this topic also is, you know, as a, as a first-time welder or somebody wanting to get into this, you know, as a hobby. Yeah. It's a hobby yeah, yeah. for me. It's yeah. nothing, you know. You are you, not a professional. I am not a professional. But you, unfortunately, you need to go out and buy a welding machine. Like, it's not something that you can willy-nilly kind of get away with. You need to have space to be able to do it. Yes. Um, I think you need to have a clean space to be able to do it. That you can get dirty and leave dirty because welding is not a clean process. No, no, no. Um, is there certain stuff you need with you? Like what? Getting there. I'm getting there. Okay. Um, so some of the items equipment wise that you should have is obviously you need a welding mask. Yes. You need a auto changing welding mask. I think they're the new. Sunglasses ain't going to no, cut it. Regular sunglasses do not cut it. This is, you know, you need the the lenses that you can look at the sun with. Yep. Because that's basically what it's creating. Um yep, right. when you weld. And so a ton of UV. Yeah. So I would say a welding mask is key. Um another thing that go along with your welding mask, and this is a an interesting little tip that I learned over time, is get a flashlight that attaches to your welding mask. Oh. Because mm. usually you're up somewhere, you're underneath something, this, that, and the other thing, and you can't see and there's no light. And when you're auto change, you know, auto changing welding masks, you can go to Harbor Freight and get one for fairly reasonably priced. Yep. But it's like a dark green that you look through. Yeah. It's almost like a sunglass. Mm -hmm. And but with that, the flashlight on the side, it helps, or some type of light really helps. I have it mounted right to the side of my welding mask, and it's great. Because when it's darkened, you don't necessarily able don't, to see all the detail. No. Right. In what's in front? You're of you. looking at a puddle. Yes, right. you're looking at a very, I know a very the line minute I'm um, area. It's lit by the yes. sun. Yes. And you're working that puddle. Yes. Yep. And then I would say the next biggest thing is a set of really good gloves. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, welding gloves, they make them. They're specific. MIG, gun, MIG gloves, TIG gloves, regular old just heavy duty. There's something special about them that... Um, the feel, what the, the dexterity they're, you they're, have through them, the... Right. Um, the material changes from MIG to TIG. Oh, um, it's So I would just say pick up a good set of gloves. Um, and then, you know, some of the other tools, you need a grinder, you need a good wire wheel, you need a good... Multiple um, wire wheels. Yep, multiple wire wheels, uh, a 
sanding pads, this, that, and the other thing to keep your air work area clean. Um, I would say a good set of welding uh, pliers. So they are a specific oh, yeah. set of yep. pliers for welding. Um, they are set up in a mm-hmm. specific way. It gives you a quarter inch cut on the end of the, you know, the end of the gun and everything like that. So I would say they're, they're, that's kind of your basics. Obviously, you need a welder. You can get away with flux core on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like beyond a lot of stuff. Gas is uh, like gas is next, the next level. The next like intermediate level yep. up. You don't need to go out and buy a tank and a MIG welder. You wanted to make that investment because you knew you were going yes. into some projects. I needed to make that investment. I need to up my game on that side of things. Um, and then I would say just have fun with it. You yeah. know, it's, some, it's new. It's something different. Um, you're not going to be good at it your first time <laughs> yeah, or and, your fifth time or your fifth time or your 10th time. Or, you know, I still, well, intermediately you do yeah. a project that's like, and you're oh. like, Oh, that looks like crap. And you're grinding out and putting a new one in there. Um, or, or you, double ups. And, yeah. Or you get your first experience of welding rust and you think it's good metal. And then all of a sudden it starts blowing out from you. <laughs> And you got to just keep welding and welding and adding and adding and fill and fill. And then all of a sudden you're like, you have a giant glob and welding rust is awful. Yeah. Prep. Discover the rust. Yeah. Uncover the rust. It's good luck. Discover and uncover. Yeah. Yeah. So. So what are some of the projects that you've done welding wise? Where? Oh, geez. So I started out welding when I was like 13 years old. Yeah. Um, I, we bought an old three-wheeled golf cart that had all the battery trays rusted out of it. So that was the project. We went and got some angle iron, and I started learning to weld mm. on the battery trays. So I welded all new battery trays in this golf cart when I was like 13. And then it's just kind of progressed over like small little projects. Um, I did frame plating on the buggy. I've done two, you know, some small tube welding, this, that, and the other thing. I've done welding on axles, um, all kinds of different welding brackets on, suspension brackets, truss. There's a lot of all different over. things. Yeah. Backup yeah. plates, filling in body panels. Yeah. You did that on the LJ. Yeah, yeah I did bodywork, body, work, body panels. Doesn't yep. back that up because it was like a little janky. A little too much for Bondo. Yeah. You tacked that in there and then went over it. So I've welded a lot of just different that little stuff. thicknesses. I have not yep. welded aluminum yet. I have not welded stainless steel. Should get some um, plates, some some aluminum, and yeah, just see I'll how that just goes. Play around with it. Yeah. Oh, um, that's awesome. I got a question for you. Yeah. So, you know, when you're doing like flux core, you get the, uh, you know, the sl- you got to have the slag hammer and like kind of chip that off and blow that off the top and wire brush it. So that's actually you- more through stick. You oh, get okay. That, is it like, stick crust? Not- yes. Where right. you have the hammer. Yeah. Well, you, you don't really get that with the gas. It's you don't- clean. Yes. It's very clean with the. With- that's like a perk. That's a value Correct. prop to me. Yes. It's like. There's not a post cleanup process. You, but when you, you hit it with that of hammer it, off the, uh, you know, you get nice. that slag off. That is what that's your weld underneath. Right. The, but the I mean, slag it, is it nothing. does save right. But it does save that step. You come off with a finished weld. It is what you see. Correct. You get what you get. You get what you get, and you put some paint on it. Make sure it doesn't rust. There you go. Yep. Nice. Very nice. Well, that's awesome. I I I know that there's 
more to welding. Oh, there's a to beyond a lot. We can go there's you know, 30, 40 year journeymen that have yep. done it their whole career doing tanks and yeah, this is just a little pipelines, and it's like wow, I like crazy peak. stuff. L- out little there. primer, if you will, yep. for yep. for welding. Um, for off road off road concerns, off road fix it. Awesome. I've welded track bars. I've welded bracketry. I've welded axle tubes. I've welded housings. I've welded trusses. What do you think the most common is? Is it trussing out? Like, if you think about all the stuff that I know people fab out, you know, saying like a cage or something like that's a lot. It seems it's... I feel like truss. I have axles and moving because I'm going to go to a long arm kit. I'm going to do truss and brackets. Truss and brackets. And, That's your common. And other like frame hook up bracing, spots or yeah. anchor points. You got those really cool like tabs. Well, yeah, zip tie tabs that are like they're really dumb little, simple. but it's just like for convenience. So sometimes if you're doing that for the buggy, yep. you wouldn't necessarily. I don't think think to do that on a normal road. No vehicle, road per vehicle. Se. Yeah, but like. But you think about like they sold that whole little set of tear 25, off tabs. 25 tabs that you're so well born zip tie tabs. Nice. They're out of a plate tabs that you put big. them wherever you want. Yeah. You just start breaking them out and you use them. They're That's great. Cool. Right. Yep. Wire management. So, I love Very it. cool. Cable management. Cable Everybody management. needs it. Yep. Man, that's awesome. If you have a topic you'd like for us to go through, um, make sure to send it in. Where can people find us and send that stuff into? Well, you've already found us, so tell a friend, first of all. And if yeah. you need to look and find more of our websites, head over to Google, search click Jeep Life. Click like, po- click subscribe, click I love you guys, email you got, these guys, everything. You got to click it all. So make sure you search Jeep Life Podcast on Google. You're going to get hooked up with our YouTube channel, Instagram, Facebook. We have it all. And if you would like to support the podcast in any more way, you can head over to our Patreon website. And support the podcast in three, five, or ten dollar monetary donation, and that is a monthly donation to the podcast, and that really helps out a long way. It, it really does. Uh, I'm, I, I'm blown away by the information. I'm so thankful that you took the time out of your schedule to go kind of represent everybody in the. It, it's. It's um, important. Wednesday, I appreciate that and all the, the feedback and everybody doing mm-hmm. their job. Uh, and you know what? I Let's call it a day. Heck yeah. Um, our thanks to everyone that showed up and, and watched us online, live, either through Facebook or YouTube. We do that every, every time we record. And apparently now this feed is going to go somewhere else and, Very cool. and be Very seen other places. So, you know, our thanks to you guys and, you know, for Jetty Jason, Break It Bill, I'm Jeep and Terry, and here's a big Jeep wave to you, everybody. <laughs>